You're listening to Comedy Central. Rami Youssef, welcome to the Daily Social Distancing Show. Good. It's, it's too much distance, but I feel like we should have been closer. But it's what are we going to do? We, I, I'm actually, I think you're actually lucky that we're not closer because I'm such a big fan of the show that I would have been one of those nauseating fans who would have been asking you too many questions. I would have been all, on, all over you. Because like, I remember when Rami first came out, first came out, a few people were talking about here, but I, I, I just stumbled across the show and I was like, I was running around preaching to, to people, you gotta watch Rami, you gotta watch Rami, you gotta watch Rami. And now, I mean, it's widely accepted. Yeah, Rami is much, must watch viewing. What has that journey been like for you from going, you know, creating a show about a Muslim millennial in New Jersey and the Muslim world as a comedy you know, to now being a show that people just go like, yeah, yeah, this is normal. Because it, let's be honest, it wasn't normal like a few years ago when you decided to do this. No, and it, and it, and it still really shocks me. Like there are definitely moments where people are talking about the show a lot. It's getting a lot of recognition. People are excited about it. And I'm like, really? guys, this is a show about like an Arab Muslim dude that watches too much porn. Like I can't believe that this many people are looking at it. The, the thing that's probably most overwhelming is the international love yeah because i think like here it's like awesome you know whatever we got publicists and all this but for me when my aunt calls me and she's like egypt watching the show and i'm like have you seen it and she's like not yet and i'm like thank god um but but she's (laughs) like she's like i hear the kids are watching and i'm like good it's just let them watch it um that's that's really special i think what i found special about the show and and this is probably what connects to so many people is it's not just the story of an Arab Muslim kid growing up in New Jersey. It's also the story of a community that for so long has been seen through one lens. Man, you take us into a world where we see human beings, we see the complexities of Islam, you know, we see the complexities of different generations and how they relate to the religion and then the cultures that come. Like, that's not an easy thing to do. Was there ever a part of you that was afraid to either tell the story incorrectly to an outside audience or piss off the inside audience. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the the tightrope walk that we're constantly walking with this show because we we haven't really had any chance at seeing ourselves on screen um, in a story that doesn't involve explosives or national security. It, to your question about was I nervous, where I'm, I'm really nervous because I know that Muslims are such a vast group of people. There right, are many right, communities. Right, like people right. even say, like, what does the Muslim community think about your show? And I'm like, right. it's not it's not a pop band. Like there are a lot of different Muslim communities. Like it's not just this one, this one thing. And so um we you know kind of made the choice pretty early on that like we're not gonna try and check all the boxes. You know, this isn't a census, this isn't a totality of, of something that can't be encompassed really this is just the story um of this family and and we're really going to kind of humanize them by watching them deal with their problems in the way that everyone does what makes the show successful for me is is that it follows the golden rule of telling a story and that is showing the human beings who exist within the story what i loved was how even in your story you know the, the rummy that you play when he went to Egypt, he himself realized that he had stereotypes and connotations of his own family in Egypt in a way that he didn't even realize. To take it to Egypt and then have like an Egyptian family who are fans of Donald Trump and all of America's going, Donald Trump's the worst president. And here you have Arabs somewhere in the world saying, this guy's the best guy, even though he wants to ban all Muslims. Why was that so important for you to do? 
that I remember being in the back of uh, of a cab in Cairo in 2015, and this guy just being like, he's a strong man. And I was like, whoa, all right. I think we're just used to dictators, and he just kind of matches the vibe. But But he's not what we need we know he's not and i think most of us feel that uh, on a certain you know with a certain clarity and and i think something that i really wanted to do in making a story about a family we hadn't seen before was i wanted to be clear that i'm not trying to make something that's some sort of like pr hit to make us look good and and make it seem right, like hey we deserve right, we deserve right. to be in this country give us a shot like look how cute we are on rami on hulu that's not that's not a real portrayal that's um that's like propaganda in and of itself you mm-hmm. know for me it's how do i make something that is challenging my character that is putting him in situations where he's seeing his own biases he's seeing his flaws and and that really gets highlighted when he goes to cairo because i think the show is more about someone trying to fill the gap between who they want to be and who they actually are than it is a show about Muslims. I would be remiss if I didn't mention some of the breakout stars of your shows, uh, of the show. And um, one of those characters has to be Steve. You know, we meet your best friend in the show who's in a wheelchair and already, you know, from TV and movies we've watched, we think we have an idea of who this person should be, but He's, he's like a full-fledged character in, in that, like, there's times when he's an asshole, there's times when we like him, times when we don't like him, times when we feel sorry for him, times when we forget that he has a disability. Tell me a little bit about how he came to be in the show and why you felt it was so important for him to get his own show. Well, in terms of him getting his own show, that was just straight up him bullying me into it. He was like, you have the power to produce something now and this is going to be the first thing you do. And so that that there's not really, there's no option there for me. Um, but, I, you know, I've known Steve since we were in third grade. You know, we wow. grew up five minutes from each other. Um, we went to school together. We actually learned how to make things together in high school. Um, and, and I think what was really exciting for us in the show is so many times in sitcoms, you see an ethnic best friend. And in this show, we're predominantly with an Arab cast that's speaking Arabic. Uh, and we're like, all right, I guess we're going to have to have the white best friend. But it, but it was really funny to kind of pitch him as the white best friend. And he also has muscular dystrophy. But really what he is, is he's the white best friend. <laughs> and also in a show where the lead character believes in God, it's really interesting to have someone who doesn't and his reasoning is very rooted in something where he's like, well, why would I believe that if this is how I am? And then in making something for him, what's really cool is again, flipping this idea where, okay, now we have in my show, I think he's disserviced. I love my show. And I'm also like, we don't do enough for him. He's just the disabled best friend. I want to make a show where, what would it look like where able-bodied people are the side characters. And now we get to flip this again and we get to see a totally wholly new perspective. And so we're putting together, we're developing the show with Apple. And so, yeah, it's a world that we're really excited to, to crack open. Well, I'll say I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed your journey, man, from being a comedian that some people spoke about like in word of mouth to being a Golden Globe winner and now uh, stepping into it once again, three-time Emmy nominee, best director, best uh, acting, and then obviously with Mahershala Ali's makes it three for Rami. Uh, congratulations on everything. And uh, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thanks, man. So, so good to see you. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. 
This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 